In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Preach the gospel at all times, and when necessary, use words. I have written uh, a lot of recommendation letters over the years, both from my previous work and even many more as a priest. And I've also had a few letters written for me. But I'd be surprised if you could find anyone who truly likes, enjoys writing recommendations letter or asking them of others, because they take a lot of time, because you wonder if anyone reads them, and because they can be a really flawed way of assessing someone's character. Yet we continue to churn out these recommendation letters because, I think because, assessing someone's character, even if imperfectly, is so important before you make the investment of them, to bring them into your college, to bring them to your place of work, to promote them. Well, today's scripture reading is interesting because it shows us that this isn't a new problem. It seems that 2,000 years ago, St. Paul struggled with the same limitations of a recommendation letter, of assessing someone's character. But praise God, he also directs us to a superior spiritual solution. So let's start with why, in more depth, recommendation letters can be so flawed. If you've been in any position of leadership, if you've been a teacher, a coach, a priest, a boss, you've probably been asked to write a recommendation letter and you've probably been asked to write one for someone you don't really know or someone who perhaps you don't have much to write about in recommendation. And when that happens, these become an exercise in, in creative writing and uh, ambiguity, I would say. Okay, so let's see. I've hardly ever seen this person in church before. What should I write? A parishioner like him is hard to find. There's a one, yeah, absolutely. Or, this person always sits and waits to be served in fellowship rather than getting up to serve others. You would indeed be fortunate to get this person to work for you. It's uncomfortable to write recommendations for people you don't know who aren't very recommendable, but luckily that's the exception, not the rule. Most people who I've written recommendations for are good guys and gals, and some are exceptional. But still, a recommendation letter seems like it's not the most efficient way to assess a person's character. For starters, these letters are never objective. Just like there's grade inflation, when people, uh, teachers give better and better grades because that's what everyone else does, there's also recommendation inflation. Uh, since everyone only writes positive things in these recommendation letters, if you actually want to tell a truth that's challenging or a challenge this person has to face, you're afraid that they'll be unfairly disadvantaged. So we leave those out. But I think the biggest problem with these letters is the show-me-don't-tell-me problem. It's easy to say a person has character and integrity and humility and charity, but in the end, Good character is only shown in action, time and time again, especially when no one is watching, and especially when the times are tough. 
And this is very difficult to assess and capture in 500 words or less. So for all these reasons, recommendation letters don't work very well, yet our society insists we write dozens of them for college admissions and job applications and camp and school. Why? I've already alluded to it because the character of a person is so important to know that we'll spend hours using flawed means to just get a little bit of perspective on that person's makeup. Well, as often happens, our scripture reassures us that this problem has existed for a long time, actually, and it has a spiritual solution. And in today's reading, the Apostle Paul, he's struggling with the same character evaluation problem. He's helping to build the new church community in Corinth, in, in Greece. And apparently some people in the Corinth community don't know Paul or his character. And likewise, some of Paul's colleagues don't know the church leaders and their character. And so the suggestion is tossed around in scriptures that they should go about the ancient waste of time of writing recommendation letters. And Paul's rejection of that suggestion and his better way of judging character is something we can all learn from. Paul says this, do, he says, do we really need, as some do, letters of recommendation to you or from you? Paul says, no, you yourselves are our letters of recommendation, written on your hearts to be known and read by all men. And you show that you are a letter from Christ delivered from us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. What a beautiful and simple solution to cut the red tape of recommendation bureaucracy. So instead of boosting resumes and recommendations to appear of good character, why not just concentrate on being of good character, actually doing what we're trying to prove that we can do? Because Paul says that the testimony of our actions is the only letter of recommendation that means anything. If you think about it, I don't know how many people actually read the recommendations we write about us. Instead, what do they do? They read directly the behavior they see from us. They read us, our hearts, our souls, our faces, our intentions, for good and for bad. And as St. Francis of Assisi pointed out, actions speak infinitely louder than words, especially when it comes to our deepest character, which is our faith. Preach the gospel at all times, and when necessary, use words. Who you are speaks infinitely louder than who you say you are. So then forget about what people might say or think about you, or you might say or think about others. Let's just focus today on how the recommendation letter of our life actually reads. And putting aside what good friends would say, and putting aside what detractors would say bad, how would God read the actions of our lives? What impressions would a non-Christian get re reading our behavior as Armenian Christians and those who frequent our church? What impression would a person who just moved to this community get of St. Hagop Armenian Church from us? This is the only true recommendation we're writing, and whether we realize it or not, we're writing, and people are reading it every day, every hour. So it is also the only recommendation 
that will remain with us when we leave this earth and will also be read by our brothers and sisters in Christ before our Lord. For as Paul says, we ourselves are our own letters of recommendation written on our hearts to be known and read by all men before God, now and always, and unto the ages of ages.